Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Betting, a Sports Garden Network production. We are your source for sports entertainment and credible sports intelligence. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome to another episode. Believe in betting. I am Tom Barton, and it might be the end. Yeah, it might be the end in both respective sports, the NBA and the NHL. When we're sitting back and we're talking about when will the series end? Yeah, look, it looks bleak. It looks bleak for the Florida teams, both the Florida Panthers and the Miami Heat. Look like they're up against it. It does not look good. I want to get into how to approach this from a betting standpoint for the decisive game, or what could be the decisive game. Tom Barton from Tom Barton uh, Sports, as well as Sports Garden Network. And guys, make sure you check us out at Sports Garden Network. We're doing good stuff over there. Sports Garden, G-A-R-T-E-N.com. Go check us out at Sports Garden, G-A-R-T-E-N, over on Twitter, over on Facebook. It's hashtag S-G-N. Let's get into it here, right? Because from a betting perspective, everybody, you go back and you look at, at how the bets are being put down on both of these games, and it, it's astronomical. There's nobody backing the Miami Heat and seemingly nobody backing the Florida Panthers. You look at the numbers that they've put out. Look, the uh, NBA is what we'll concentrate on first here. In the NBA, minus eight and a half, it started at minus eight. It's minus eight and a half. I've seen nines hit out there. And later on tonight, it may get to a nine and a half or so because everybody's just betting the Nuggets. You look at the over-under sitting at 210. That's pretty stable, although uh, we'll get into the over-under in a moment. Heat, Nuggets. Nuggets minus 400 to win tonight. Minus 400. You're laying four to one for them to win. And Denver is five. One against the spread the last six games overall. So I get that, right? Um, you look at the Miami Heat, and, and they are kind of the dead-in-the-water team. Look, I told you before the series began that the most bets on the series were coming in on a sweep. People believed in a sweep. Now, I thought it was going to be a five-game series, maybe, maybe six, but I thought it was a five-game series. I, I didn't really... I always just think that a team could steal one, and that's exactly what happened in the series. The only reason why Miami even has a game, the only reason why they're even in this thing is because of a, a ridiculous fourth quarter that they were shooting 52% from three-point land. They got fouled twice in that fourth quarter on three-point shots, and there was... Just weird fouls, you know, the Joker got fouled on back-to-back plays. I mean, it was a lot had to come down for them to even lose one quarter and one game. And oh, by the way, even at the end of the game, there was still a shot there that could have tied it and rattled it out of the rim. So you look at Jokic, who, by the way, his, his MVP odds are bigger than the odds of the Nuggets winning, which we talked about before the series as well. Um, he only played 37 minutes last game. But he still went 23-12. and 12. He's a short for double-double each and every night. But there is problems with his scoring, and we've discussed this many times. There are problems with his scoring because there are nights like that where he can contribute, the team can win, and only puts in 23 points. We've watched in this playoff series, you know, barely getting over the 20-point range, but getting 15, 16, 17 rebounds, 10, 11, 12 assists. I mean, that's what it is. Now, he is averaging 31 points in the series, and he's averaging over 30 points during the postseason. So it's not like he's he's not playing just absolutely out of his mind. But if the Nuggets have a huge lead here, um, do you think that they're going to play him? I mean, he'll be in there for the fourth, for the, for the send-off. Do you think they're going to play him a lot in the second half, even into the fourth quarter? They may not. 
I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Heat come to, to fight, but we'll get into him. So I don't love his prop plays just because of where they are. Jamal Murray on the other side, right? He's averaging 27 points per game, seven assists per game, five and a half rebounds per game, one and a half steals per game. He's playing about 40 minutes in this postseason. Got three double-doubles, one uh, triple-double in four games against the Heat. He has destroyed the Heat. Jamal Murray, make no doubt about it, has destroyed destroyed the Heat. But he came out with just 15 points last time. Okay? Now, he did have um, 12 assists, but he came out with 15 points. So if you're looking for prop plays, I mean, Jamal Murray points prop is really the way to go. I would not jump on with the Joker here. I, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't get on him. Not because I don't think he's going to have a good game. I think he's going to have a great game. I wouldn't jump on top of the Joker here because of the flux that we have watched in his points. If anything, you might like his rebounds. So let's look at the numbers, okay? You have to go into the, everything with this kind of approach. So let's look at the numbers. Well, if you want his points, it's 28 and a half. Jamal Murray's 25 and a half. If you want his rebounds, Jokic's rebounds, 12 and a half. Little inflated. Any minus 125 there. Little inflated. Okay, and then you go to assists, and this is where I think maybe we can get a little bit of a steal. Jamal Murray, only uh, eight and a half is minus 104, and Jokic, nine and a half. I mean, you're laying 150. Those are the only things that I, I'm really, if you're going on a prop play, I would be looking at. But, but I think Murray, to have a much better game than he did uh, scoring-wise, makes a lot of sense in this game. On the other side, look, the Heat are in this thing as well. I, I think, I think, we know that they're not going to win the game. Or, or look, it's four to one odds that they're not going to win. I don't think that they're going to win the game. But do I think that they can compete? It's the first time I've said this. Before the series, I told you guys, throw everything on Denver. I thought Denver was going to win in five. I told you Denver was going to have no problem with the series. It wouldn't have shocked me if they were swept about. Uh, right after they lost that game, I came back and I told you my biggest NBA bet of the year was going to be the Denver Nuggets in Miami, minus only the two and a half. That was my biggest NBA bet of the year. I absolutely love them in that spot. I love them in game four. I mean, I, I've continued to love them. Here's the one spot where I go, hmm, Miami plus the nine now, right? Now it's getting up to nine, maybe nine and a half. All of a sudden starts to become a little intriguing. I don't think I could go on it because it goes against every instinct that I've had, obviously, in this series. But it certainly becomes a little intriguing, at least. Uh, you look at Jimmy Butler, and everyone's going to kind of jump all over Jimmy Butler here. Jimmy Butler, to score points, is going to be any Miami fan's only hope. Over 26 and a half, minus 108. I think they're baiting you into that, right? Now, he's been the leading scorer in 16 of 21 postseason games, right? He's reached double digits in 21 straight playoff games, 16 of 20 with five, uh, when five 30 or more, uh, two with 40 or more. He's got that 56er. So, he's, yeah, I mean, he's crushing. He's averaging 27. So they gave you his average. He's averaging 27. He's averaging 6.6 .6 rebounds, uh, six assists, and almost, almost two steals per game in the playoffs. Almost. So you look at his numbers, and his numbers just straight out. I don't love the over for scoring. 26 and a half, he's got to get to his average, which is 27. Can he explode? Sure. And if Miami is going to go down, you go, well, they're going to go down with Jimmy Butler and the ball in Jimmy Butler's hands. That's what they have to do. They have to go down with Jimmy Butler. That's what you're going to go out there and say. It's got to be the Jimmy Butler show. It's got to be the Jimmy Butler show. But you don't think that Denver knows that? Of course they do. Over six and a half rebounds? I don't like that either. Right? I mean, that's at his average. You look at uh, Butler assists over six and a half. I don't love that. I don't love that. But I can tell you what I do kind of like, and I've told you quite a few times, something I do like, Jimmy Butler over one and a half steals. You're getting plus 118 back on the number, right? So he's averaging 1.7. It's almost two per game. That's something I would pay attention to. I think Denver wins. I don't want to lay the four to one on it. I think Denver wins. 
I don't know if they cover tonight, though. So let's take a look at the total, okay? Um, this opened up at 208. It's gone up now to 210, like I've said. A lot of people are jumping all over this. You turn around and you go, okay, this is going to be the lowest over-under for the Nuggets the entire postseason. They are 5-5 five and five at home in the playoffs, over-under. Miami's 8-4 and four, uh, on the road, over-hitting 8, under-hitting 4. Three of the first four games have stayed under the total, and that makes people think the under, right? But it's been 211, 211 and a half. Uh, the shortest total in the NBA so far was that, 211 and a half. The series is, is going slow, right? It has projected to go slow. It has been going slow. So I, I know that the number's rising, and it's kind of tempting to kind of go against it here and take the under. I would just be hesitant. I do think that it's a slow series. I get it. Um, I think it depends on, on what kind of team you expect to come out and how you think that Miami... If you think Miami can keep this game close, you're probably going over. Because Miami's got to score some points. So in that case, if you're going to do that and you do like the over, why not do a little team total? I mean, that, that, that's what you're, you're doing, right? I mean, getting to 100 points is basically what, what you need them to do. So if you're going to do that, why not take a shot at the team total? I mean, that makes sense. The team total right now is 100, 100 and a half at minus 115. Can the Heat get to 100 points? Can the Heat get to 100 points? Denver's total is 109.5. Can the Heat get to 100 points? I mean, that really is where you're, you know, you're looking if you are trying to make money. And, and here you go. If you like the over. I'm not telling you I like the over. I'm not saying I like it. What I'm telling you is that if you do, there's other ways to go about this, okay? Now, the Heat have come back. Back-to-back games scored 95-94. They also scored 93 in the first game, okay? The Nuggets have yet to score 110 points. Have yet. 108, 109, 108, 104. Have yet to score 110 points. So everybody loves, you know, this over, and I see it. If you like the under, maybe the Denver under 109 and a half because they have not scored 110 points yet. They haven't done it all series long. Just a couple of little nuggets to think about here as we enter game five. Now let's go on to the NHL. In the NHL, the Florida Panthers are also in a position to be sent home against the Vegas Golden Knights. And, you know, Vegas has just proved themselves as the much better team in this series. I mean, that, that's all that it comes to. Vegas has looked better on all sides of the ice. They have looked better in all facets of the game. The Panthers have had their moments. They have had their moments. They just could not continue to break through. I will say this for this game, okay? It's an interesting thing when you're talking about how you're going to go about betting it. The Golden Knights are up to a minus 180 favorite. Over-under still set at five and a half to get back a, a 115 on the under. I've been betting the under um, in select spots here. And I told you guys, I hit the under game. Uh, everything else, look, Vegas could explode at home. You, they really can. Their offense is one of those offense where you go, you know, yeah, they could absolutely just go crazy here because we've watched it twice in this series already. Their over-under is three and a half. Sort of like the over a little bit there. Sort of like the over a little bit there. I know it's a closeout game and everything else. Sort of like that. Now, you look at Vegas Golden Knights and, and you go, okay, they have shown to be the better team. I, I think we know that, right? Uh, Marshall Salt, maybe to get a goal at plus points, that, that could work. They're back at home where... It has traditionally been a great place for Vegas to play at home. We expect them to not only win, but probably win pretty well. The Florida Panthers can't score right now. 
They're averaging 2.25 goals per game. They scored more than two goals only in that game three that they won. They only scored three there, right? So, I mean, the Panthers are going to leave it on the ice. We know that, right? They're going to go crazy. But the Knights absolutely shut them down. Their defense is fantastic, and we talked about it all over the place, right? The Knights have, look, they are the better team. They have crushed this team. 12-4 to games one and two in Vegas. They've absolutely crushed this team. They opened at 145, and it's up to 180 right now. How does anybody bet against this team? So let's just keep raising it and raising it and raising it. That's what they're talking about, right? This was a six and a half goal. Now it's at five and a half. And it makes sense. The over is cashed in six of the last seven between these two teams in Vegas. Two and oh in this series already. Five and one during Vegas' last six home games. Four and two overall in the Knights games. The over makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. And by the way, the Knights are 7-0. Last seven meetings between these two teams when they are at home. Home ice is everything here. You have to go Vegas. You have to go over. You almost just have to. I kind of like that over three and a half. That makes a little bit of sense, okay? Um, but you have to go Vegas. It, I can't talk you into the Florida, and I can't talk you into that. And I liked Florida before the series, but I just can't talk you into it after what I've watched. But I will say this, Okay. I will go here, and Vegas fans are going to get very annoyed at the next sentence that I say. If Vegas doesn't lo- win game five, I think they lose the series. Yeah. Let that sit and linger for a minute. I don't know. It, look, if they lose game five, I don't think they could go into Florida and win that game six. That place will be absolutely crazy. You gave them life, and then you go back to a game seven. And a game seven with Hill back there, after losing this advantage. Now, I think Vegas wins, okay? I make, make, me, make it very, very clear to everybody out there. I think Vegas wins this game, closes the series out at the end. I was wrong. I thought Florida could have been a good value play uh, before the series began. And I look at this and I go, what I've watched, Vegas wins. Vegas should win this game. They should win this game easily. They should score a ton of goals. Uh, Vegas, something like 4-1, 5-2, something like that makes a lot of sense. I believe they will win. But if they don't, I don't know if they win the cup. I'm pretty sure they don't. If they don't win this game, I don't think they win the cup. I think it gets away from them. I think they go to Florida in game in game six, and they can't close it out. And then they come home, a place where they expect to win, but all of the pressure is on them and on Hill shoulders in that spot after losing the advantage that they had. No, they've got to put it away. So while all the, the pressure is on the Florida Panthers, obviously, because if you lose, you go home, There's a lot of pressure on Vegas in this game. I think you have to take the money, even though it's minus 180. You can't, I I can't convince anybody to bet on the Florida Panthers. And no, I I wouldn't, because I'll probably be betting on the Knights myself. I kind of like the over, but I'm not sure how much Florida could even score. If they get down, I'm not sure how much they could score. And if they can't score in that game, why even go near it? If Vegas wins 5-0 and you have the over, you're going to be just screaming and yelling. If they win 4-1, go over the three and a half. It's minus 108. You're not even laying the 110 at that point. It's even money, basically. Go over the three and a half if you like Vegas. That's my bet for this game. And if they lose, ladies and gentlemen, I will be back to talk to you guys about a game six. But if they lose, I'll be all over Florida. I don't care what the line is. I don't care what the line is. I'll be all over the Florida Panthers if they lose. All right, guys. Enjoy the potential closeout games. And if you're a Florida or Miami fan, 
hope we talk again about this series. If not, we'll talk baseball the next time I talk to you guys. Have a very good day. We'll be back. Bet on that. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.